Welcome to the Glen Fiddich Challenges Club podcast. What started in a billboard whiskey bar in Johannesburg now comes to you from the KZN shoreline. The Glen Fiddich Challenges Club is a space of shared opinion, views and perspectives of success brought to you by Glen Fiddich, the world's most awarded single malt scotch whiskey. For each episode, we curate a theme discussion with some of South Africa's most brilliant minds, a selection of change makers and visionaries in a forum designed to inspire, equip and motivate the next generation. Welcome to the Challengers Club. Thank you for all being here and I think what is absolutely key is to have a real honest conversation about, you know, some of the pillars that make, you know, everyone in this room a challenger. You know, um, and uh, the world we live in is, you know, based on where you grew up, who raised you, what you were taught. So all those things almost play a role in terms of shaping who you are. Being true to yourself, perhaps as simple as it sounds, is a very difficult thing to achieve consistently. Maybe someone in the room can prove me wrong. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. So... As we get into the podcast and the discussion, I think it's important to just do a quick introduction. So I'll start to uh, the gentleman on my left. Just a very brief uh, introduction as to who you are and what your jazz is. Yeah, um, Ewok, and I um, tag myself as a spoken word flavored hip-hop activist. And I know that sounds like a mouthful, but it's like, uh, I don't wear a lot of hats. I wear one hat. I just wear it at a lot of different angles. So you're going to wear it in reverse tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. It's true, though. It's true. <laughs> um, my name is Pepe Lumguni. Um, I'm a visual creative. Um, yeah, mostly a visual creative, but I explore other things, uh, like sound, as in, in a form of arts, not music. Um, I'm also very much interested um, in installation. Uh, I, do, I do a lot of installation works of like pop-up shops like brands and I do um, installations um, in a sense of contemporary arts because um, that's what I did in university fine arts um, so within that field I explore a lot of pockets within the field so um, that's why like I don't very much like dwelling into, into this term or a name calling myself an artist I just call myself a creative because I might wake up uh, the next morning and I feel like I want to explore food as a form of art or clothing. Well, already I'm already exploring clothing. Um, So yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Cool. Sweet. Uh, I'm Bob Perfect. I've got a podcast called The Almost Perfect Podcast. I'm a comedian. Uh, I write for Red Bull and for Bubblegum Club and then I've also got Bylines and Noisy, Afropunk, Heartbeast. And uh, I'm currently putting together the Heat City Comedy Festival, and I'm writing a one-man show called The End of the World, and I used to do other things, uh, but you go. <laughs> Hello, this is Zanelle Njapa. I'm an award-winning international speaker and an innovation facilitator. Clearly. <laughs> That's an award. I wonder why you won awards. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Nomfundom Tetwa. I am a head of department at Kastuba Gandhi Primary School. I'm also the librarian. I won Library of the Year in 2017 in KZN. I am an editor in my own right, in my personal space. Um, my passion that wakes me up every day is teaching an African child. 
and more especially I'm focused on reading with understanding. So I'm also the ambassador for a non-profit organization called The Learn Project, where we go to school and we build sustainable libraries and classroom book corners for schools that are in need. Mm, mm, mm. Nice. Mm. It's amazing. I'm Kevin Richards, known as Take, my street name, street artist name. I'm a street artist um, in love with colors, in love with life, in love with nature and everything around me. Um, I'm fueled by the people around me and, and the way of life, you know. Um, I enjoy spray painting, Montana, from spray on to Montana. Um, from Tulax to spray on to Montana. You know, it's part it's a part of my life. You know, you feel you feel wrong if you don't spray your can every few now every few hours. Um, I'm basically getting into um, illustrations at the moment, trying to venture into different crafts and different ways. You know, to elevate myself and the people around me as well. So yeah, let's just keep it colorful. Mm. I'm Richard Stretton. I'm an architect. I like to make things. I'm very interested in the way we make things and the things we make and how they affect us through the making and through the living with them. Hi, I'm Nogwanda Ngema. Um, I'm also a departmental head, a librarian and an educator at Slangenpilo uh, Full Service School. Um, I work closely with Nomfundo. Uh, she's my beneficiary boss. <laughs> and um, part-time, I'm also an artist's manager where I manage a hip-hop artist and also a clothing line called God's Designs. Hi there, um, my name is Cameron Service and I have various projects that I'm busy with, uh, mostly passion projects. I'm kind of interested in turning my passions into, into work, which is great. Uh, most recently, we, we've started a project called the Littleboom Project, um, a conservation project where we set up catchments on all the major river systems around Durban uh, to stop all the marine plastic pollution from reaching the ocean. Yeah, man. Mm. You guys are doing some great stuff. I'm Russell Shangwane. I'm a cultural producer I'm working in the spaces of curatorship, um, design, a very specific or particular kind of um, media. Um, I'm a writer, researcher, um, interested in culture. Hi, my name is Nokbong Azuma. I am currently a medical doctor. I am trying to take steps into specialising. Um, I've also got a heart for the community, which I want to um, branch into. And um, I'm a firm believer of financial growth of young people in South Africa in conventional and unconventional ways. And um, yeah, so um, I'm very, very excited to be here. Thank you. Okay, um, my name is Rutando uh, Jazz Tibini. I'm the National Brand Ambassador for Glen Fiddick. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I've got to say, it's a, it's a nice mix of people in terms of background, so I'm hoping to get some interesting ideas, even challenging sort of uh, views in, in this discussion, staying true to who you are. I mean, what, what actually informs that? What informs who you are? What informs what you're about? If you don't know who you are, and, and I'm one of those people who believes that perhaps what you do is not entirely who you are, but if you can't answer that question, are you in limbo or... You know, how would you explain where one is if they cannot say who they are? Nomfundo, how does that make you feel? Especially because you're an educator. It's, you know, if I remember my school days, I was, I was told that I have to know who I am. So what do you, how do you respond to that, to that thinking? I 
you actually read my mind because I was pondering upon it. Um, I work with a lot of kids and I mentor a lot of learners. So with our learners or when you are young, you really don't know who you are and you, you're being shaped by your environment, by your community. They're telling you what to do. The school is telling you what to do. Your parents are telling you what to do. The peers are telling you what to do. Well, what I always tell my learners, you might not know who you are now, but the person who speaks to you more than anyone else is yourself. And I think that's beautiful because sometimes it's, it's never just one thing, is it? And I suppose you know, one of the things that limits us is that somebody tells you as you grow up that you need to have that one thing that you want to be one day. Kevin, I have to bring in, I haven't heard anything from you because yes. there's just been so much. Um, have you discovered who you are? I mean, you're an artist as well. Yeah. Um, so I always say artists are wired differently to everybody else, which is a beautiful thing. Have you gotten to that point where you've discovered um, who you are? Well, from my side, I think life is crazy, but yet life is beautiful, you know what I mean? Um, it throws you these different challenges and you got to take them on, you know, to discover who you are, who, what you really enjoy or how you could help anybody on the side, you know. Like example, in my case, I went to school, stopped, left school, started working and then decided, let's go to college. Went to college and I studied electrical engineering. The best part about that whole study situation was me drawing the circuits. <laughs> that's, and that's how... So that was the moment for you. That was it. Yeah. And from then I discovered that, you know what, this is not really for me. There's something more toward, something more to me than literals, you know? And spray paint came along, you know, and art came along. I think the influential people around me as well, like Ewok as well, you know? Guys were around there and boosting us up, you know, which is good. What is the role of, of influence in, in this journey of who you are? Even protect, because I feel like sometimes you have to protect who you are, right? Yeah. Because there's all sorts of influences that come in because the world changes all the time and, and you know, pop culture is a big part of that as well. So how do you protect that? That's and true. how do you know what influence to bring in and which ones to not? That's true, that's true. That all, that, it's, it's a hard question, eh? But the thing is like, you know, in between each person, you know what's right and what's wrong, you know what I mean? Sure. What would give you the right um, vibe or what would not? You gotta kiss a lot of toads. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a tricky situation, you tricky situation, sure, you know? Sure, sure. But at the end of the day, you, you kind of pick up from artists and creative people, you can pick up different vibes, you know? Mm. And how it would affect you in the long run. And you, sometimes you get burnt, but you just keep going, you know? You keep going, sure. you keep pushing. I see a lot of hands being raised in the room. I'll come to those hands. Okay. I have to get a word from Zanella here, who I'm convinced she's got a different view to this because of the space you're in. I don't know if the space you're in and the kind of work you do defines who you are, but I would love your perspective on this idea of this constant trying to discover who you are and there's never a point where you said, aha, this is who I am. Mm. Mm. I think the main question becomes, do we create ourselves or do we find ourselves? So and I think how do you answer that? For me, I would say we do both because you are initially already who you are. 
And then as you, as you go along, and I think I like to think of your identity, which is a very, very critical theme. And if you don't have an identity, you are completely lost. And I like to think of identity as an onion. So as you go on, there are layers to you. And as you go on and you're influenced by various individuals, you are only refined but never changed completely. Because who you are is always present. And that's why at school you enjoy drawing compared to everything else, because that has always been who you are as you go on with everything else. And um, not too long ago, I had an interview um, where a lady asked me if speaking was a sustainable business. And I said to her, what is? What is a sustainable business? Because every business needs to continuously change in order to stay relevant, just like our identities. So we can't say, I am who I am consistently, because who you are, as much as it can be said to be set, it's continuously changing. But there are parts of you that, that really are infinite. Let's talk about in your specific lines of work. I mean, how do you stay true in your line of work? Because some, some are doctors, some are artists. I would imagine that environments are different. Bob, spit it out. How, say, how do you stay true in your line of work? I'd say almost all of us are probably staying true to ourselves just by doing the line of work that we're doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially for myself at this point, I mean, everything, I'm a, like a freelancer in the true sense of the word. I do five different things because I don't want to be stuck in one thing. So my whole thing's always just been about that, following the path that I want to follow, doing the things that I want to do, regardless of the fact that I'm broke, always. I've been broke my whole life, and I'm probably gonna be broke forever. But... <laughs> <laughs> I think I might, we can't allow that, I might have. No, no. Hey, bro, you can help me out if you want. <laughs> but the thing is, I've already achieved a lot of things that I've wanted to achieve, and I'm going to keep achieving things that I want to achieve because I don't care about budget, I care about doing things I want to do. So, and I feel like most of the people that are here are passionate in the same way. I don't think anyone that's sitting at this table is, doing, is sitting here because, I mean, obviously you guys probably want to make some money, but you're also doing it with the passion behind it. Like Cameron's got, you know, a passion for the environment, and so he's doing that to make his money as well. Well, it's a non-profit, but you've also got your businesses, you guys are in education. Everyone here is following their passions, essentially. But, but it's an interesting thing you raise because I would imagine that there are some instances where perhaps in the pursuit of money, you could have just, you know, stepped outside of what you're about and... But you've managed to avoid that. Uh, let me bring in Zanelli here just a bit. Um, in your line of work, staying true to what you're on about. I mean, is it, is it easy? It's a very different world to a Bob or an Ewok. So how do you then navigate your journey being true to yourself in the line of work you do? Sure. With speaking, it's um, a lot less about being a jack of all trades and more about being a master of one because who wants to hire a speaker who speaks on everything and is not a specialist in their topic? So it's more about finding your niche, which is exactly what we're speaking about today. Speaking is about finding your niche and then working your niche, knowing as much as there is to know about your niche, developing it, and then helping others to also get around that specifically. And the thing with speaking that I said earlier is it's about constantly changing, constantly looking at whatever it is that the trends are speaking to in your particular industry at the time, whether it's education that you speak to or you speak to corporates, whatever it is, it's about looking at what the trends are at that particular moment and then refining your content and speaking to what it is that's going on at the time. And that way you continuously stay relevant, just like with individuals. Now, um, as we look ahead to a lot of you know, future challenges who 
are listening to this podcast now, we have to, you know, in a way, kind of answer some questions around, you know, how to move from one point to the next and, and where it all begins. And, you know, everybody has, to some extent, spoken about their own unique experiences. Some have agreed, some have disagreed, but that's the beauty of it all. So as you talk to a future challenger about, I suppose, the question of, of understanding who you are and how that's important in being true to yourself and how that's important in, in your goal setting, where does it all begin? Kevin, where does it begin? It begins with self-belief, eh? and you need that in your life to go forward, you know what I mean? Um, that's the only way you can keep pushing and pushing and pushing and keep going, you know? Um, so I always believe that just keep your head up, keep strong, keep the fire burning and keep pushing all the way. Mm. Doctor? Can I say Dr. Zuma? Is that fine? <laughs> so um, where does it all begin? I mean, how many years did you study for? Six. Sure. Six years. I studied for three years, and I. So by the time, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but you're probably more meaningful to society than I am. Oh That's gosh. the difference. Um, so where does it all begin? I really do agree with Kevin. It really does take um, self-belief and courage. I think that it really begins in sort of having an understanding of who you are. Um, mm. And also not what you want to be, but where you want to be in life. I think that's the main goal. So um, as I always say, um, um, success is relative. Yeah. Financial um, stability is relative. Um, we all have our different um, definitions of that. And I think that we all have our own definitions of where I want to be. So that's the constant question I'm always asking myself. What do I want to leave as a mark in this world that this is what I did? Did I create something that's innovative? Did I do X, Y, and Z? And I think that it starts there. I think it starts where you ask yourself a question of where do I want to be and how do I get there and who I am? Sure, maybe I want to be in Lelouchia <laughs> and have a house that looks like a spaceship. Maybe that's, that's good motivation. Nothing wrong. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Cameron, where does it all begin? I think that um, for me, the, the principle is simple. You do something and you do it well. And if you don't enjoy it, you move on to something else and you do it well. <laughs> and it's just, a, it's a cycle. And I think it's just a, it's a tenacity for the thing that you're doing, regardless of what it is, just do something. So yeah, that, that for me has been a, a philosophy that I've always followed is that if I found that I'm in something, I just give it everything. And at some point you realize whether it's your thing or not, and then you make an, and then you make a realignment if it's not. So. Absolutely, Rich. Uh, where does it begin? Well, I, for me, I'm a father, and I've got two teenage kids, and I've I've learned how to parent by observing other families. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Yes. And uh, and I am I really believe it starts at home. I think that people who know themselves are raised by people who allow them to be themselves. And I think we are, we heavily influence the people around us. Mm. And pe the people I've met who are self-confident and believe in themselves have definitely been loved. And having the humility to accept other people and allow them to be who they are 
is a super important thing to do as a human being, especially when you're privileged with an education or with even with a well-being or just privileged enough to make choices every day. So it starts in nurturing other people into a position where they can believe in themselves. Mm. It's Pepe. Uh, Starting point. Oof. There's a young and out there that want to express themselves in whatever artistic way. Well, you've, uh, you've walked the journey so far. Well, for me, um, I, I usually call myself not just because I am. Like, I'm a township creative. I'm from Mlazia. Well, for me, it was not when I started this, but realizing what I am. I wanted to see how many more people or how many more kids in my area were like what I am and what I do. And every time when I go back home, like I always encourage kids to, like if, um, if you want to be a doctor, like be a doctor and also um, sort of share with the community how you did it and all of that. Like um, it's for me, I want to encourage kids to create what they don't see around their communities, especially black kids and black communities because we lack so much. Um, I want to say to a black kid in Umlazi or wherever around the country, if you want to start a coffee shop there, do it like 8 p.m. Like our parents or whoever can go and have coffee in our townships. Let's have cinemas in our townships. Let's have skateboard parks in our townships. Let's have libraries in our townships. Let's have everything that we take taxes for to get in the other side because my work is very much about, it's everything that I don't see in my community. And that's beautiful. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sort of like... And, and I would imagine your work is, is cut out for you yeah, in terms of that. And maybe yeah. you can get more artists to, to, to play their part as well in... Yeah, in not only me, even sure. musicians, everybody, sure. like, especially the black community, like, let's, let's, bring, let, let's bring luxury to our communities and support each other and yeah and who knows where it will go sure it's well ended yeah Bob uh, where does it all begin Um, I'm going to take a different approach to you two you guys are all about helping others I'm going to take it to the self Um, it all begins with your influences what you choose to influence your life with what you read who you hang out with what you watch all of that kind of stuff is a big impact on how you can determine who you're going to be what you read, like, is so important. If you're young listening to this right now, please read books. Like, that's so important to me. Like, it's like, it's such a big thing because you can only really define yourself once you're open to all the ideas. Once you know what's out there, what other people think, what, like, because to me, defining yourself isn't necessarily about going, this is who I am. It's, a lot of it's also going, this is who I'm not. It's reading philosophies you disagree with. It's reading opinions that you disagree with. Or at least being and, curious. It, that's the thing it's engage with stuff that you might not necessarily agree with you know at first because my views have changed immensely on the world you know like I've had weird conservative views and I'm so not that but I've also had weird liberal views that I'm way more conservative on now you know like and that's <laughs> like no like genuinely and that's through reading that's through interaction and so I think influence pick your influences really well and that will help determine who you're going to be a lot better. Zanelle? I always say that the piece of advice that I would have liked to get when I was a little girl is just the two words of, it's okay. 
Yeah. Firstly, in the negative sense, in negative situations and in positive situations. Firstly, in negative situations. Someone earlier spoke about how we're our biggest critics. And we really are. Um, we could be our very own downfall. And it's so important to be able to tell yourself that it's okay. It's okay. Whatever happens, really, it's okay. And I think when you... For me, when I was able to tell myself that throughout all situations that I've been through, I was empowered and I was put in a position of power where I could actually move on. When I realized that life is beyond my current situation and it's okay. And then in the more good times, it's okay. It's okay to enjoy life. It's okay to be happy. And it's okay to do the things that you want to do. And so in both situations, I think if you can just remember that it's okay it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. Teacher Nomfundo. Mine is, one, believe in yourself and to be kind to yourself. Like Uzanili has said, uh, we are biggest critics. We are always saying, why me? Why am I doing this? Why should I do this? Believe in yourself. Believe in your thoughts. Um, believe in what you possess because each and every person has a gift that they possess. This one philosopher said, there's two important days in a person's life, the day you're born and the, di- and the day you find out why. Because we're all here for a certain yep. purpose. We're not just here to eat, go to bed, watch TV. There's something that is inside of you that you need to share with the world to make the world a better place. So if you believe in yourself, if you believe in your thoughts, you believe in your capabilities, you'll be able to then impact other people's lives. Because if you don't believe in your brand, who's going to trust in your brand? Mm-hmm. Russell, where does it begin? Hmm. I guess it begins with the big question, the provocation, and then constantly trying to find better ways of asking that question. Like, ask intelligent questions. Like, you know, in that way, the answers are much more refined. And so life is constant search of, like, asking that better question, you know? Mm. Yeah. Teacher Nogwanda? Listen to your inner voice. Yeah. Listen to your inner voice, explore, discover new things, allow change, welcome change. Yeah, much has been said. Be yourself. Kevin? Um, I think this discover that life is a beautiful roller coaster. You know, so you're going to go up, you're going to go down, but you got to keep going, you know what I mean? Keep your head up and just keep pushing all the way. Jez, as uh, we wrap. Okay, I think um, for me, it's based on exactly what we've spoken about um, here. It's finding your true north. That is highly important because that's where you can actually um, get to, to, to know your true value system and define it as well. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, um, I must say it's been a, a very fruitful evening and I certainly hope it's felt like uh, that way for everyone in the room. Uh, we appreciate your time and I think this podcast should leave more than one thing with whoever's listening. So it's been of, of great value and we appreciate your time. Thank you very much. That brings us to the end of uh, this particular episode of the Glen Friedrich Challenges Club series. And uh, I certainly hope that it will be of great value and, um, and that somebody out there can take this and run and run with it. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Glen Fiddich Challenges Club podcast. Tune in to the next episode when we'll be talking about the power of smart risks. Brought to you by Glen Fiddich, the world's most awarded single malt scotch whiskey. Hashtag challenges welcome.
Drink responsibly, not for persons under the age of 18.